Hello, hello, and welcome to the Love Jalea S podcast. It's your host, Jalea, and we are back with another episode, episode two. But before we get into this week's interview, I want to get into the homework assignment that Stephanie assigned us last week, which was to spend at least 15 minutes a day with ourselves to sit and plan things out. And to figure out, um, like, where do you, what is your, where does your mind go in that fifteen minutes? And to challenge yourself to do something with it, and tell someone else about it so that they can keep you accountable. For me personally, I started the planning process. It wasn't more so like this one to like a list of what I need to do, but on Monday I realized that I had six Audible credits on my app. So I said, hey, like I actually do want to read more. So I decided to buy five books on communication so that I can be a better speaker to communicate effectively for my podcast, doing interviews, and for my personal life. And as the week went on, I was strolling through Twitter and I've been following this lady named Bees for a minute. And I saw that she had a book on a financial starter kit. So I decided to buy that. And it is getting down to like credit cards and auto um, loans, mortgages, like the different types of loans. And there's like a spreadsheet on keeping track of your credit cards and your net worth and just making sure that everything is in line and it's really in-depth and informative. So I started that and it's just showing me that it's, once you see it on paper, it's easier to digest. Like it's not as daunting as you think it is. So that was very valuable for me. And then we have Miss 19 red underscore tail 13. She mentioned that for her homework assignment, she said, this is her comments. I've taken time to myself to declutter my home. And one of my main goals has been creating a better life, a better, better prayer life. I've shared this with friends to hold me accountable. Shout out to Miss 19 red underscore 13. I'm going to say Miss Red Tail because I'm going to say Miss Red Tail. Shout out to you for actually in this time, like seeing like I can actually do something like versus being busy with everything like work, everything is shut down. What can I do at home? So that is really great. And then having a better prayer life is something that I'm striving for, too, is just to make sure that my spiritual connection is always in a line and I'm walking in my purpose. And then there was another question or prompt that Stephanie put out there for COVID-19 as far as how it's 
positively impacting us. That's a good a good mindset to be in. Like there are negatives, like there are hundreds of thousands, millions actually of people that are unemployed now. So it's like where like what do we do from here? And to think of something positive that's happened in the midst of all of this chaos is something that we all should at least acknowledge within this time frame. So we have a lot of responses from Watered Woman said, I get to spend more time with myself without having to rush back out to tend to worldly needs. Miss Redtail said being able to be home, cook meals, being able to make home cook meals, spending time with her daughter, not feeling rushed to be anywhere and exercising more. Miss Just Say K said, I've been able to get back into my daily routines, which I believe has helped me to think more creatively. Miss Queen 93 said, impacting me to not be fully dependent on a job. Yes. <laughs> my relationship with God, depending on him for absolutely everything and more with the people I love. And Mr. Joshua Howard said, it has given me an opportunity to slow down and center myself because of the high level of introspection I have been able to achieve. I have now reshaped the path I'm on so that my life will reflect my desires and results of attempting to avoid my fears. I really believe that even writing this, Joshua, that your fears are being overcome, like just as you write it, as you say it and believe it every day, like it's happening. So that was like the, so inspirational because I'm in, I'm in the same boat with you. Like I doing this podcast is stepping out of my comfort zone and getting over that fear of people not wanting to listen or nobody's going to like everybody's doing it's like no Leah like you have your lane you have your purpose and nobody can take that from you so we're gonna get it popping and do our thing and lastly we had Stephanie that did her takeover on my page shout out and thank you I really really appreciate it that she showed us her schedule of what she does on a daily basis and organized like that was extremely organized that she like makes sure that everything is by the hour like I need to be doing that myself she also did some cooking baking rather with her nephew where they did some cupcakes he's the priority king and baker which was so cute and Miss Jaslyn, she won the giveaway that Stephanie was doing for a priority t-shirt. So shout out to Jaslyn for that. If you, you can go back to episode one and listen more in depth of Stephanie's life and her brand and how she's overcome everything that was thrown her way to be the woman that she is today. But we are going to get into today's episode with someone that is near and dear to my heart. <laughs> she is from Milwaukee. She has a 10-year-old son who is the love of her, like the sparkle in her eye, the love of her life. She has a bachelor's degree in sociology and a minor in psychology. 
a master's in healthcare administration, and currently studying for her doctorate in healthcare administration. She has a hair company that she founded in April of 2018. She quit her job in May of 2019 to pursue her passion of selling hair and different products, like dealing with hair, like edge control, hair growth oil, and um, things of that nature. And she's devoted time to study manifestation and positive thinking to transform her life. Let's give a warm welcome to Ms. Jasmine, my sister, Stuart. Whoop, 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 whoop. Welcome, Jasmine. <laughs> Thank you, Leah, for having me. No problem. Thanks for coming on. Of course, of course. So how has COVID or Corona affected you, Jasmine, and Jasmine, the business owner? Well, me, Jasmine, spending 24-7 with my child, mm-hmm. getting on my nerves. No, but um, it really hasn't affected me. Um I was a homebody before Corona. I just, now I'm forced to be at home. I want to go have a drink or eat somewhere, but I mean, it really hasn't affected me in a negative way. Um, And as far as the business side, it definitely has improved my business. Um, Sales are continuing to grow. Um, that shows me that people aren't just sitting at home broke. Mm-hmm. They want to look cute at home or, you know, their women really care about their appearance. And that's one of the main reasons why I came into the hair industry, because I wanted to help women feel good about themselves, basically. Okay. Give them that extra boost of confidence. But um, as far as Corona, we're still abiding by the CDC, um, following the rules and regulations that they have. Um, what I advise my clients to do is, um, since their package is traveling through the mail, once they receive their package, the actual package, not uh, before they open it, basically to spray it down with Lysol and, um, wash their hands and they should be good to go. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what made you want to start? the hair care business like what was it that said I want to start selling hair pieces um well back when I was living in Milwaukee I had even before well back when I was living in Milwaukee um you remember I used to do y'all hair I would always give y'all those yes (laughs) (laughs) give y'all those boy braids and whatever so I always loved hair I always had a genuine passion for hair so after high school or actually while I was in high school I applied to cosmetology school and um right when I got accepted to cosmetology school I found out that we were moving to Arkansas and I didn't end up pursuing it when I moved down here um I don't know why I really don't remember why I didn't decide to go to cosmetology school but I guess my change, my focus changed to um, healthcare. I wanted to become a nurse. I think when I was working at a, I think it was Old Navy. My boss he asked me, um, what did he say? He said he asked me what I was going to go to school for. I told him I wasn't in school at the time because I had just moved, and I told him that um, I had got accepted to cosmetology school. He was telling me that. Um, 
nurses get paid way more. And so I was just basically listening to what he told me. And I'm like, I mean, I am a, I have a caring spirit. So I could see myself being a nurse and I know they get paid. Well, some of them, I'm not going to say that, but at the time my mindset was, okay, I can get paid way more as a nurse than a cosmetologist. So, um, so do you feel like he discouraged you? Like, was that because since you remember it, like it seemed mm-hmm. like it was a mark in your life where it was hair school or something else. So you felt like he kind of discouraged you like hair care, like hair businesses. It's not a good look in a sense. I think so. Um, because I really wasn't, I think he was like the only person at that time. He was like the only person that asked me, like, what are you want to do? Mm-hmm. You don't, I mean, you just work in. What do you want to do when you go to school or what do you want to go to school for? And so, yeah, thinking about it, I think that did deter me. But I end up going back to what I love mm-hmm. because I, I mean, I've always had a passion for hair since I was a little girl. Mm-hmm. And that's why I started it in 2018. So what was, you said at 18, when we were still in Milwaukee before we moved here, mm-hmm. you had already graduated high school. So why didn't you want to stay in Milwaukee and start your life there versus coming here even after you graduated? Uh, I didn't want to leave my and daddy. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to. I was so used to being around them. Um, I couldn't see myself being 12 plus hours or however many hours away, um, living up there. I didn't want to leave my friends, the friends I had grown up with the past 18 years, but I also never was without my parents. Mm -hmm. I was without my friends before I met them, but I had never, ever been without my parents. And so being the, I guess, mama, daddy, baby, I couldn't see myself living up there by myself. Mm-hmm. And that's what I appreciate about them is most, I wouldn't say most, but you hear a lot about families and mm-hmm. parents putting their kids out at 18. Like, right. oh, you're 18 now. Like, you got to do your own thing. But they was like, no, like, if y'all want to come, y'all come with us. Because Janae, she's, how old was she when, when we left? Mm-hmm. She was older she was than in you. Her, yeah, in her. <laughs> She was, 20. She was they, 20. They still wanted her to come. So they weren't like pushing us out right, right at 18. That's what I can appreciate about them. But um, you said in 2018, you started your hair business. So before that, like when you were in college for nursing, mm-hmm. you were working at the VA. So what was it that said, the VA is not for me. I want to go and do what my original passion was. Um. I think the amount of responsibility that nurses actually have, like, it's it's like life and death. Like, if a person is on their deathbed, well, I wouldn't say just the nurses, but they play a major role in patients' lives. And I have a genuine, genuine passion for people, but the amount of responsibility that nurses have was just overwhelming to me. So I felt for myself that that was the best thing that I could have did was just what kind of decisions is it that the nurses have to make like what is it like whether they stay on the um no that well like the medicines you have to make sure that you give them the right medicine because there's been a lot of um malpractice um cases where the nurse gave the wrong medicine just 
that whole entire process of just nursing was getting the actual hands on and seeing that every day. It just wasn't for me. So, so your doctorate in healthcare administration, you're going to be a future Miss Doctor Stewart. Yes, 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 yes. What is it that makes you want to stay in healthcare for your doctorate degree? Or um, are you going to like take a different route with that once you get it? Yes, I want to have my own practice. I'm not quite sure what I want to have it in, but um, I mean, since I'm not becoming like a medical doctor, I'm not responsible for patients lives mm-hmm. and you know I'm I'm still trying to figure out what exactly I want to do with that but I know for sure that I want to have my own practice so okay. and you quit your job in last year mm-hmm. of May. May what made you want to quit versus continuing to work like as you built your hair company Honestly, that was just like a spirit of mama thing. I that's a big moment. <laughs> I, for real. <laughs> for real. But I knew like it was so I was so adamant about not working for somebody else to pursue my business full time. And um I I was at the time I was watching YouTube a lot. I still watch it now. I love YouTube, but um it was a YouTuber named Erica J. So if y'all don't know who Erica J is, y'all check her out. Cause she's really, really good. Put her in the show notes. Yeah. Um, on her YouTube channel, she was talking about what changed her life and what changed her mindset. And she said the secret watching the secret in high school. I think she said one of her um, high school professors told them, no, it was a requirement for them to watch the secret in her class. And so one day I can remember calling into work, just to watch that, um, just to watch the video. So I think that's, that is where it all started from. And I want to say that was in March of last year that I actually watched the movie, The Secret. And then, so I was just getting so inspired and feeling like I can do this. Like I can be a full-time entrepreneur Mm -hmm. because my mindset was changing and, I began to realize a lot of different things that I didn't, nobody ever told me that everything starts as a thought. Mm -hmm. Like I never in my 30 years, yeah, I was 30 last year. In my 30 (laughs) years, I never understood the importance of like having the correct mindset. And so I, I think that was in May. No, that was in March when I watched the video in, in May May 7th, I remember the exact day I put in my two-week notice. Notice. That's inspiring because, like, knowing me, like, I want to have everything planned out. Like, I want my emergency fund set up, like, so that I can fall back on something. So did you have a plan from March to mm-hmm. May, like, saving more money so that you can still keep up your lifestyle and have the business? Or was it just boom? I did not have a plan okay. at all. I did not. I um. I didn't even have. I mean, I had money saved because I had my job. I had a really, really good job, but I had money saved. But I didn't have a plan. I. It was just a spare the moment thing. Like I'm, I'm gonna set my mind to do this. I'm gonna find creative ways to improve my business where I can continue to make money, and that's what I did. That's when I extended to Wigs by Jazz, um, 
since I sell hair, I said, why don't I learn to make wigs so that that can be another stream of income? Mm -hmm. So I just began to create new ways and find new avenues to generate more income. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So would you looking back like which and somebody that wants to start their own hair care company, any kind of um, business like Mm -hmm. entrepreneur passion, looking back on how you did things, what would you advise them to do? Like um, they're going to do their own thing anyway, right, but if, right. if they were listening and are trying to figure out like, should I quit? Should I keep working? Mm-hmm. Like, what would you say? Like being what you went through and everything. Honestly, it's entrepreneur. Full-time entrepreneurship is not easy. Like people get on social media and they're um, hyping up being an entrepreneur and downing a nine to five job. Entrepreneurship is extremely hard. You have to have the mindset, you have to have the focus, and you actually have to be passionate about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. So I would say, if I could redo it, I probably still do it do it the same way, <laughs> honestly. But to have more stability, to not have to um, basically pinch, because I was literally like, okay, I'm gonna do. I'm going to invest this in my business and I'm going to pay bills with this. And um, so I would advise to have at least three months saved. You know, you know how much your bills are, you know, your lifestyle. So I would say it, I would advise to have at least three months put aside, actually have a plan. um, So how long you need to work your job to actually have that three months saved. And just have the mindset like you can do anything that you put your mind to do. You can achieve anything that you desire to achieve. And I really wish that I would have had, I guess, more teachers like the people that I'm listening to. Um, what's his name? Um, the book Think and Grow Rich Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. I really wish we had more people like that in this day and age because their teachings are just so amazing. I would advise anybody to listen to or read the book, Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. That's another um, another book that helped me in my mindset. So just have a plan. Just actually think, um, think through the process. Don't it's much. I feel like it would be much less stressful than the way I did it to mm-hmm. plan and not instead of just jumping up and saying you're gonna quit your job. Mm-hmm. But it it worked wonders for me. Um. So yeah, that's good. So you talked about the hardships in a sense that you had from quitting, not being prepared. Mm-hmm. How did you, and you said you created the wigs, like that wigs are what was another stream of income for you? Or did you do, like, look for any other job, like trying to supplement your income? Like, was it, what other ways did you have I just, I put my heart and soul into my business. I, I thought about getting another job, a nine to five job so many times, but literally every time I would get on the computer to apply for a job, it was just something 
in me like, no, you're going to do what you said you're going to do. So mm-hmm. you need to work harder. You need to not spend money on this, but spend money on what you need to spend money on. And that's what I, I haven't had a nine to five since I quit my nine to five in May. I've been doing this strictly. I've been just going hard for my business because I want to show people that you can do it. Like it's not a far-fetched dream. If you want to quit your job to have your own business or not necessarily quit right now, but if you want to just, if you're thinking about starting a business, it can be done because I quit my job to do my business Mm -hmm. full time. So that's what I, I wanted to be an inspiration to other, not just women, but other individuals who are interested in having their own business. You could still work your nine to five and, you know, do your other, your business on the side. But that was, I just aspire to show other people that it can be done. So even with Jaden, Jaden is her son that I mentioned in the introduction. What is it that you're teaching him on being either entrepreneur nine to five? Like, what is it that you, and and that's good that you're showing him, like it takes hard work Mm -hmm. behind entrepreneurship if you want to do something by yourself. Or for yourself. Mm-hmm. So what is it that you're teaching him? Um, well, he sees me every day doing working for my business. I um, I leave that decision up to him. I'm not going to, if he decides he doesn't want to be an entrepreneur, he wants to work a nine to five, that's totally up to him. I let him decide. But with him seeing me and his father as well, his father has his own clothing line. So he sees um, entrepreneurship, but that decision is totally up to him if he wants to become an entrepreneur or work a nine to five. So we have at the end of every show, we have um, homework, like Mm -hmm. a homework assignment that you want to assign the listeners. Last week, Stephanie um, assigned for us to like take 15 minutes to be to ourselves and figure out like just a Mm replan. So what would you what would be your homework assignment for us for this I week? would say devote time. One, I'm going to give you two. Okay. One, devote time to plan out. If you can sit there and visualize, like, what makes me happy? What would make me happy? What kind of life can I see myself living? If you can sit there and actually visualize the life, whatever whatever kind of life that you see for yourself, you can sit there and visualize that and then take steps trying to, or brainstorming how you can get there. That would be, that's the homework assignment one because visual visualization (laughs) is everything. Like I said, everything starts in the mind. So visualize the life, the life that you desire to have. And then two, um, the book, Think and Grow Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. That was the first book that I read when I began to um journey on this manifestation and self-help. That was the first book that I read that really helped me and helped change my mindset. So I would say either buy the book or um get the audiobook. And there's also um PDFs too online. Oh yeah, I'll leave free. that in the show notes. Like if you want to do audible or buy the book right up to you right um 
So that kind of like the first part of the homework assignment really piggybacks from Stephanie's mm-hmm. assignment that she gave us on like planning. So it, other than just planning, like you want to see it for yourself too. Right. And that's what we're right. emphasizing for us to do for this week. So I'm excited yes. to hear about everybody's um visualization and what they saw for themselves and not even not putting limits on it either. Right. That's, that's what the I would big, say. That's the big thing because the um the limitations that you set they are they're they start in the mind. So your your only limitations are the ones that you have in your mind. So if you can eliminate those limitations and actually just go after the life that you desire to have then the sky is the limit and it, not even the sky, the sky, not even the limit. Um, just don't set limitations. That's, that was my downfall, setting limitations on myself, feeling mm-hmm. like I can't achieve something because I don't have this or my parents didn't have this amount of money. So I can't, I can't do this. So I was just basically limiting myself from my potential, what I could achieve. So that's why I said, like, I really wish that we had more teachers like um, Napoleon Hill in this day and age, because I'm telling you, like, that book really changed my mindset. And it's just the mind is amazing. Mm-hmm. I can go on and on about the mind, but everything starts as a thought. And if you can focus your thoughts on positivity, um, raise your vibrations by raise your vibrations by um just there's a negative and a positive side to everything why choose to focus on the negative when you can focus on the positive so when you focus more on the positive you bring more positive in your life you see a different a better outcome and it's just better to have a positive mindset So at the end of every episode, I want to speak life into you, my guest, Jasmine, my zone sister, and my listeners. So I just speak life that today is the best day that you've ever had, that tomorrow will be better than your yesterday, that you're in love with yourself, that you're proud of yourself and becoming more confident every day. And believing in yourself that you won't worry about what you can't control with Mm -hmm. everything that's going on with um, Corona, COVID. And these are like, once we come out of this, it's going to be different than when we came into. So Mm -hmm. how can we be better? And um, how can we be better and adapt to the change Mm -hmm. so i appreciate you for coming i appreciate you for having me thank Thank you you so much for the opportunity you are so bomb thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) like we don't talk every day but um (laughs) where can we find you on the socials and how can we get in contact with you to learn more about jasmine and her business well my personal page is pretty jazzy one p-r-e-c-t-y J-A-S-S-S-Y, the number one. Um, and that's where you can find all, because I have a lot of, well, I have the Pretty pretty Jazzy Hair and Wigs by Jazz. So if you just go to the Pretty Jazzy one, my personal page, you'll find all my business info there. Okay. I'll put all of her information in the show notes. And 
we want to follow you for the day and like spend the day with you too. So that's awesome. Would you be willing to have us spend the day with you and just to interact more with the listeners so we can see like behind the scenes, like what is Jasmine doing for mm-hmm. creating her wigs or selling her wigs and going being in her doctorate degree, being a mom? Mm. Oh Lord. <laughs> Yeah, I do. I can do that. Okay. I can do that. Cool beans. So, um, <laughs> comment. You can comment on the Instagram page, Love Julia S Podcast. You can email me at lovejuliaS.gmail and I'll leave all the contact information just to keep the conversation going outside of the podcast. So, we'll see you next week and have a great day. Love Julia S.